Welcome to episode nine of the Worship is Life podcast, where worship equals relationship and relationship is the purpose of life. I'm your producer, Taylor Marshall, and today's guest is my friend Marcus Montana, known as True Serva, an incredible and gifted rapper out of Minneapolis. And here is your host, Todd Marshall. Thank you, Taylor. Well, in our last episode, we were talking about how you, Taylor, were uh, just coming off a positive COVID test. Mm -hmm. And in this episode, we have the privilege of announcing that I have now tested positive for COVID. So yeah, we're living in that world um, as we're recording this in January of 2021. Um, yeah, but we're dealing with it. We're figuring it out. We're actually feeling good. Thank God. Trusting that that continues. Mm-hmm. And welcome, Marcus, a.k.a. Yeah. True Serva. Great yeah, to have yeah. you. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, uh, so wonderful. So uh, looking forward to uh, some of the dynamics we're going to be able to talk about today with you and your unique uh, niche uh, especially in the Christian music world and, and what relationship with God and others looks like in that yeah. world and the challenges of that that even come against uh, or come to us, you know, as we uh, battle our tendencies in that. So looking forward to hearing about that from you. Um, first of all, let's just uh, let's talk about how we know each other. Taylor, why don't you why don't you start and just talk about uh, your exposure to Marcus and how you've gotten to know him? Yeah, I think the first time I'd seen you perform, um, Marcus, I was in high school and uh, just remember being inspired and blown away by um, you as a rapper. Obviously, your gift is great. Um, and even just listening, you know, more recently to your stuff, it's just the quality is amazing, bro. So it's, that is really, really really sweet but the other thing is just the way that you connect relationally with people from the platform is pretty awesome you know like you can be up there by yourself or with the dj and just like kind of own the stage so i remember seeing that in high school Uh, was it like a 651 thing um that we met for the first time do you even know i don't i remember you i guess because I was trying to think back of when we were met. All my memories is why you're at North Central. Yeah, right. Know? Yep. And so we could have met when, um, yeah, I guess you were in high school or not. Mm-hmm. But and I did PSEO at I'm North Central. Up there at age, so. Yeah, baby. Yeah, so <laughs> oh, okay. I was, my first two years at North Central, I was technically in high school doing um, PSEO. Oh, okay. So okay. that, that kind of blends okay. there. And then, um, yeah, man, and just we run into each other at different stuff, you know, um, obviously as pastors in the state of Minnesota, we see each other a lot of stuff. And then um, and then I remember, too, like, um, I was like, dang, he's performing uh, at um, U.S. Bank. This is sweet. Oh, yeah, so yeah, we, yeah. Um, I remember that happened, and um, we've been in touch, you know, just ever since. It's been great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, been and. Really cool. Um, there was an, a week in Indiana camp that I led worship at and you came in and did some late night stuff and some worship with us. So I remember I was like, dang, I keep seeing this guy. He's everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) A little bit. Try to get around. That's right. That was, yeah, but it's been, yeah, just cool. Um, I guess seeing you, uh, grow up if you want to say, you know, and just, uh, following the Lord and, uh, you know, using your. Um, gifts and abilities just to be able to serve him and honor him and you know just everything that you're doing thanks so. man means a lot and it's been really really an honor to be a part of the motion city playlist too man that's been sweet mm-hmm. tell us a little bit about that yeah so um i guess thinking of um from say just my heart of being a pastor even though i'm not a pastor in the traditional sense as a church but how mm-hmm. do i pastor and help uh, grow and develop and give a platform to young musicians, artists, um, or just people using the creative arts to share the gospel, right. you know? And since um, I, I've definitely been feeling for a long time, pretty much since Three Degrees shut down, that there's been a real void in the Twin Cities area of a place to connect with others and just even be an exposure to who's doing things around the Twin Cities, you know? Uh And um, so, yeah, and so I was like, hey, how can I use 
my uh, platform to uh, showcase other up and comers, but at the same time, how can I partner? You know, so our say our promotion or partnership with somebody who's larger yep. that say we're promoting that would then um, get some eyes on somebody who's not necessarily even up and coming, but been doing it for a while, yeah. relatively unknown. You know, mm-hmm. and and so um, we have lots of plans uh, for that uh, way beyond what we've been doing, um, COVID kind of slowed us down and a lot of things we wanted to do wow. in 2020, but we're hoping that we're able to pick it up because we do actually want to run a video portion, um, that's called move closer where you kind of get more in depth in, uh, artists or creatives lives where Very we can, cool. you know, interview them and stuff like that. But a lot of places we wanted to use during COVID, wouldn't let us use them. Yeah, right. Makes sense. <laughs> so, uh, you know, just for atmospheres and even outside of, um, you know, kind of what we're doing to showcase um, the artists or creative, how can we show other, um, showcase other, like, say, local businesses that other believers might run. So say totally. if this local believer has a coffee shop or a restaurant, how can we, a barbershop, whatever, how can we be in them that would then give some uh, notoriety to what they do in our community as well, you know? That's awesome, man. Love it. And so, Yeah, thanks, yeah. guys. I love, uh, I love what I'm hearing there with Taylor just talking about, um, just talking about how he's noticed from you, not just your giftings, but just how you interact and relate to others all the time. And then just hearing you, Marcus, talking about, you know, using the words with other musicians of connecting um, and feeding into and and partnering. Um, that That's great. That, that's what this podcast is all about, finding the relational pieces, finding the relational connections. Um digging constantly into the purpose of life and allowing the actions that we do, the work that we do all flow out of, of who we are, um, in our relationship with God and, and with others. So awesome. Awesome. So, uh, yeah, Marcus, so you and I, we've kind of been getting to know, uh, each other better, largely as a result of my role as being over the worship pastors in the state of Minnesota in our denomination and mm-hmm. um, just the different places we've connected, the different exposure we've had to each other. And now and now you're even serving on one of my leadership teams for the very purpose of in this area, connecting worship arts people in our, um, in our what we call section. Um, so yeah, that's, that's awesome. What's your, uh, what, what's your, your recall of the development of our getting to know each other? It's going, going well. I mean, we haven't, you know, had probably as much personal time, you know, like just hanging out at yeah. dinner or something. <laughs> I mean, Not yet. Uh, but- um, yeah, but I mean, it's been, um, you know, just great uh, to even just be connected and know who's doing, you know, what, who's where, you know, because all those type of things help, <laughs> you yeah. know. And then just, you know, your role of even, say, leading us through this, because up until, you know, recently, I guess I've never known about, say, somebody in your position that, you know, mm. how do we connect mm other people around the state who's doing the similar things where you're able to um say bounce ideas off of or hey how do you you guys deal with this you know type type things usually it's just kind of like hey if you want to know this person you gotta go (laughs) and get to know them it's not like somebody's letting everybody know hey this is a yeah absolutely Absolutely. Um, thank you. Thank you for that. So, Marcus, tell our listeners just a little bit more about just yourself and your family. Okay. Um, 
Yeah, Marcus Montana. <laughs> I grew up uh, in Louisiana, um, right north of New Orleans. Uh, gave my life to the Lord when I was 16 years old. You know, changed uh, in a positive, you know, of course, the direction of everything I had planned. Um, mm. Ended up going to Trinity Bible College in North Dakota. And then the week I was going to move back home after graduating was when Hurricane Katrina had hit, which then that's how I got over mm. here to the Twin Cities, you wow. know. And so I was here in Minnesota for a few years, you know, before uh, meeting my um, wife. So we met. I was living in a house with um, a couple guys. And we had a couple of small groups that we ran as a house. So two of them, we ran like a group called Spontaneity, where every other week we would just do a spontaneous fellowship activity. So cool. what you would have to do is, you know, basically call our house and listen to our voicemail and see what we we're going to do <laughs> that <laughs> night, <laughs> you know. More connecting. Then, I love it. Yeah. And then on the opposite week, we hosted a Bible study at our house. So nice. so fellowship one way, deep in the word one week. And then um, so my wife, well, I didn't know her at the time, <laughs> you know, came to one of our spot, uh, spontaneity uh-huh. group and we went to um, the state fair that that particular week. And um, after that, um, she connected. She connected with the group. So after that, she started coming to our Bible study on those opposite weeks, and oh, that's okay. kind of where we oh, wow. kind of started to get to know each other. You know, over a couple months, and you know, before just hanging out one on one. You know, and so very cool. How long have you guys and, been married now? Um, this summer will be ten years. Ten years, nice. Yeah. Yeah. And so and then we have three kids, uh, eight, five and three. Wow. And so a five year old will be six in a couple months. So they're all like pretty much exactly two and a half years apart, you know. And so. um, So, yeah, they uh, bring a lot of excitement and challenges. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. busy you know so um yeah so tell us the story behind the name true serva okay so the in the beginning back to the beginning so i grew up in the new orleans area Mm -hmm. and um very influenced by master p no limit records and um they had a, a, a a group out of there with three i mean i guess it expanded but the main three or four and they called themselves true but they would go by true soldiers a lot of the times and then so i gave my life to the lord back in 96 so this was kind of at a height of you know what they were doing and even though they were local to where i was at the time but just breaking onto the national scene Mm. and then when i got in church and started to experience and a little bit my uh, Christian rap, if you want to say, you know, every rapper kind of need a, a crew. So I had some friends in the youth group that hung out with me and we called ourselves the true service. You know, okay. that's where instead of they was true soldiers. But now, you know, we looked at ourselves as soldiers for the Lord and stuff, but mm-hmm. also servers of Christ, mm-hmm. you know. Yep. And so even though hardly any well none of them was really mu- even musicians let alone rappers you know <laughs> and okay. so, so eventually you know i just um took the name on as myself you know so it was just yeah. me as true server and then a lot of people would ask hey was that mean is that a is you a true servant of the lord is that what that means mm-hmm. and type of things and i'm yeah. like yeah, but it goes a little deeper, mm-hmm. you know. So mm-hmm. then um, I created basically an acronym to the describe what it is and then basically how I would like to live my life or be presented, if oh, you okay. want to say. Okay. So that starts off, the T stands for 
Total Praise, which comes okay. out of Psalms 151 through 5, which basically comes praising the Lord with everything, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, the first R stands for relationships. Sweet. And if we have a right relationship with the Lord, it makes it easier for to have right relationships with others. There you go. Um, you, a couple different things. You, uh, it stands for unashamed. So I'm unashamed of the gospel for us, the power of God unto salvation. Hmm. Also, if, you know, he says, if you confess me before men, I will confess you before my father up hmm. in heaven, hmm. you know? Um, so the S, uh, servant of the call, which comes out of the great commission, you know, mm-hmm. Matthew 28, mm-hmm. uh, E. Uh, eyes focus or eyes above, meaning nice. if we're focusing on things that above, so or in the spiritual heavenly realms, then uh, our the mundane or the challenges of the day to day won't bother us as much or get us down because we can see um, basically the end having the end or victory. You know, kind of same thing when. Jesus went to the cross. He knew there was a purpose in his doing so. Mm. So even though in his most painful time, there was a purpose in doing it, you mm. know? Yeah. And so if we're focused above the the mundane or the difficulties in our natural realm won't, won't bog us down. Uh, the R, next R stands for rise above expectation, you hmm. know, in the business world, they just say showing up on time is <laughs> already going above and beyond <laughs> of our, of our culture, you know, but also, you know, the Bible talks about, Hey, if somebody asks you to go a mile with them, go two miles, or if they ask you for this, then give them this. And I believe as, um, as a believer, a follower of Christ, we're meant to go the extra step, you know? And um, I think that helps us in our um, witness to the world, you know, that we're going to go above and beyond, Mm. which, you know, at least my hopes is for every believer would do so. Uh, The V stands for vision for others, John Mm. 15, 13. Beautiful. No greater love than this, that he lay his life down Mm -hmm. for a friend, you know? And um, and that's just helping other people find true life in Christ or just, you know, whatever they need. Some people need encouragement. Some people need challenges to um, walk out that the plan um, that they have, um, that the Lord has for them, also for you. So I feel as a encourager part of my my um calling i believe is helping others fulfill their calling you know so how Mm. can i be of assistance of a resource Mm. or you know do i just need to call you every day and go hey did you get this done (laughs) yeah (laughs) and then the a is for accepting god's grace and while we Mm. understand that we none of us deserve it we cannot be a true follower, a true disciple of Christ without accepting the grace mm. that is given to us, mm. you know, so. Wow, I am so glad I asked that question. <laughs> I had no idea True Serva was an acronym. Mm-hmm. That uh, and, you, and there's a message in every one of those. Uh, I, I'm sure you can preach a whole sermon on every one of those, yeah. those letters. That's, uh, that just mm-hmm. shows great depth on your part and great intentionality. And I love it. I love it, especially, uh, yeah, because all through that, I'm hearing relationship with God and others. So beautiful. Mm -hmm. Speaking of which, um, out there also is a mission statement of yours to help others find true life. So in a nutshell, what does that mean to you? I think ultimately we, we find our fulfillment. We find our completeness Mm. in knowing Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. You know, um, he said, uh, I came that you may have life and have it to the fullest. Mm. Yet even we can find ourselves, even in our churches of chasing after worldly things, worldly ideals, because mm-hmm. we feel like that's where we're going to find fulfillment yep. or wholeness at. 
but but you know trusting the one who actually came to give it all to us you know yeah. and so if i can be a representation whether in word or in deed to where people go that's where am i gonna find my fulfillment in my relationship with christ you know awesome Wow, I'm just discovering more and more. We are kindred spirits, man, talking the same language, <laughs> emphasizing the same truths. That's awesome. Wow. So, um, you know, we love to hear from all different people in uh, their different areas of life what it's like for them, what's their journey, what's um, the dynamics in in your relationship with God, in staying engaged with God throughout your day and connecting with God throughout your day. So what's that journey been like for you, Marcus? And, and what does it look like throughout a, a day for you? I mean, it, it kind of varies. You know, I do like to get up in the, in the morning and, you know, just even have my alone time, even, mm-hmm. you know, before kids get up, mm-hmm. wife get up, even if I'm doing other activities, but it's just me, <laughs> you know, where I can just pray and, and, you know, and just seek the Lord on how he wants things to uh, look or for, for me to um, pursue or, yep. you know, sometimes it's just reading the word and, sitting in his presence you know and so um so yeah and then it's just kind of go out throughout the day you know and and just those quiet moments whether in the car or walking and you're looking to make a decision you know just Mm. asking him or you know praying in the spirit to you know try to at least just get some confirmation where you at least feel you know in your heart or in your spirit where this is right or wrong and then you know and you know, and sometimes he just allows us, I think, to use the knowledge and wisdom that we have on those things, you know. And so, uh, yeah, beautiful. So, so also, I want to hear just from you personally, Marcus. So, mm-hmm. how have you seen that f- faithful, consistent engagement with God? How have you? seen that impact your relationship with others like let's start with your family how does your engagement with god help you in your relationship with your wife and your kids yeah i think that ultimately it um i guess for me personally gives me patience yep, yep. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. when uh i i i do know probably i guess in the in the and in in, i guess with that on it's if I haven't been spending time with the Lord or things like that, it's easier to just get irritated, yep. you know? Right. And so, um, so even say if I'm, I'm driving and somebody does something I don't like, if I want to respond in a certain way, that's not godly yeah. <laughs> that I know, Hey, I've been, I've been slipping, you know, <laughs> a little <laughs> distant, know? a little distant. Yep. Yeah. And uh, because that I think that that, you know, time with the Lord makes you tender or gives Mm -hmm. you empathy to even. um, okay, even though I don't understand and don't agree um, with what you're doing, you're going through something that's causing you to Mm. do this, Mm. you know? Yeah. And and I think ultimately, I think we all would like a little more empathy a little more mm-hmm. patience mm-hmm. and uh so i think that's that's one thing with me you know i know i can probably say the lord wants me to do something and whether i feel say inadequate to complete it or whatever where i'm dragging my feet on doing it where he has patience with me to then you know or give encouragement hey make this phone call hey get credentialed. Hey, (laughs) you know, these, these type of, uh, type of things, you know? Beautiful. Yeah. You're, you mentioned patience a few times. And of course that's in that list of what we typically identify as the fruit of the spirit. But the, the, the phrase I love to use is evidence of his presence. Yeah. Evidence of his presence, because you're exactly right. When, when we engage in our relationship with God and stay engaged, then 
there's evidence of that because we're connected with him. And then that ends up playing out in our relationship with others through patience and kindness and yeah. meekness and understanding, which would be empathy. And um, yeah, so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's 101, you know, it's Christianity 101 and yeah. it sounds so basic, but it's so mysterious and yeah um yeah it's just uh it's just an ongoing journey an ongoing journey to to stay in that and then to grow to grow in that that's the journey i'm on growing growing every day i am not yet where i want to be but my uh, <laughs> but goal... take the lord we where we used to be <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly right i haven't changed but i have grown <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that I can say. Oh man. Um, yeah, yeah. So let's talk. Um, I mean, you can you can share whatever comes to you when it comes to the music industry. But when I think of the music industry, um, I kind of relate it to my own journey as a worship arts pastor, which includes a lot of music and a lot of presenting music. And there's just you know there's just that pull and that tug and you can I know you can apply this to any area of business any area of hobby any area of life when it comes to how much glory or pull there is you talk about fulfillment um, yeah the word I like to use with that is identity how much identity we're gaining from these other sources than our relationship with God but yeah. music is just, I think there's just a little extra pull. You know, musicians get a lot of stage time. They get a lot of light time, uh, even in the church, maybe even yeah. especially in the church. So uh, what's mm-hmm. been your journey with that? How have you dealt personally with that? What do you say to other musicians you're mentoring and encouraging? I guess what helps with with me uh, or say even since the beginning of making a decision that um, I was going to honor the Lord in what I'm doing, mm. you know? Mm. And then also with a name like True Server help keep you <laughs> yeah. accountable, <laughs> you know? And so when you get presented with, say, wanting to go the ways of the world or things like that, which, I mean, I do think there's a lot in what I was saying in a name, you know, and even Hmm. God changed Abram to Abraham because it's just the meaning of Hmm. the name. And that's Hmm. what you're being called all the time. And I think we take, you know, we take on that identity of Hmm. what we're being called, Hmm. you know? And, um, so that was kind of part of it. Even when, you know, some people will be like, man, you've got a great, government name <laughs> you yeah. know just go by go by that and even in some places it's like it'll make it easier in these things or easier mm. in and these things you know but i know it definitely the name keeps me to the calling yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. and uh you know even when i just want to present the realness, but that's what I even tell people. I was like, the only time I pretty much say, Hey, I'm true service from stage. You know, I greet every single person in a personable way, even if it's a little kid, you know, Hey, I'm Marcus, right. you know? And, um, but, uh, yeah, the, the, it's, it's different ways. And, you know, everybody, especially when you're coming up and, you got talent or people even see you're willing to work hard. Everybody got an ideal of a direction you should go, you mm-hmm. know? And even early on, I had cousins. So being from the New Orleans area, I actually have relatives who say was connected with Master P and No Limit Records. And these are guys who, you know, say I idolize coming up who say, hey, are you willing to cuss in your music? Are you willing mm, to do this? Because mm. I can connect you <laughs> with wow. these people, wow. you know? And it's like, ah, no. Wow. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Even though it's like, you know, of what they can even do for a career, even without even, say, putting up resources, just a mention of what that can, you know, those things can do, say, for a, if you're building a strictly music career, you know? Just by them saying, hey, go check out this person, 
it's it's spread out a lot um but always looking at i guess i kind of always looked at myself on both ends say as a missionary that's using music to reach people and it mm-hmm. kind of expanded to where it's crazy because it's always been like outreach towards people in the audience where they can hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. But even in the last couple of years, as I got more into discipling other artists where you'll see there's Christian artists who've been in the industry for years who technically who loved the Lord and gone to church, but never been discipled, you know, and even having an understanding what it means on, um, believing in God and loving God, yeah. <laughs> you know, cause I, I believe that, that, um, pulls you or sends you in a different direction because we know there's a lot of people who will look at and go as non-believers, which I like to say non-followers. So people in the general market or the secular scene who would say they believe in God, but somebody who loves God, their life looks different, you know? Yeah. And um, so I think just even even that of realizing, okay, I'm even being able to be used to disciple or give purpose to other musicians that have been around for a while that goes beyond just inspiring people and making money. You know, so going to a point where we're not just inspiring, but we're allowed to see transformation in people's lives. Yeah, awesome. So I'm gonna, I want to stay on that just for a little longer. Um, I'm going to get a little transparent here for myself. So, so to this day, when I step onto a platform uh, to lead a song, sing a song, whatever, I still, to this day, have to push back on focusing on being concerned about what I look like and what I sound like. Yeah. Um, so like, do you still wrestle with that on any level? And and what do you, what do you tell, uh, other young musicians in what dealing with Uh, that? I guess a, a, a couple things in it. Um, I guess I don't, I mean, I guess, I guess not in, in an identity standpoint of wrestling with mm-hmm. how you sound and are seen mm-hmm. um, because of a, a way of, okay, we want to present excellence, you know, or, you know, being presented a certain way, you can be received better or things like that. So, so not from a... Uh, you know, am I perfect, but, you know, am I put my best foot forward in mm. that case, okay, you know, yeah. but, but it's definitely something I talk about with my, uh, people I mentor and train because we're in now. I mean, it's done expanded beyond a platform because of social media, but yeah. I talk to them all the time is now it's like with a platform or a leadership role, are you pointing people to yourself or pointing people to the Lord, you know? And that's definitely something that stays at the forefront of my Mm, mind um, when, quote-unquote, performing or being on stage, Mm -hmm. you know? And even even, um, if I'm not getting up there to get a gospel presentation, as people get in a sense, okay, there's something greater than you just seeing me even without me saying it, you know, yeah, yeah. and um, and that's just how I try to to um, go about it, and uh, and you know, and I, you know, there's different things I think I kind of attribute, uh, maybe you know, some just growing up not having much, watching, you know, my mom work hard, so I take things very serious, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and and stuff like that uh where it's like okay what am i doing and at the same time you know uh of knowing what i was saved out of you know he's Mm. been forgiven much forgive much Mm. he's been loved much can love much and knowing Mm. of the the mess i was saved out of 
don't really have time to play in the mess, you know, but how can uh, we purposely help people get saved or see the savior to get out of their mess, mm. you know? Yeah. And because ultimately I can't, you know, save nobody, but lead them to the one who can, you know? And so, and I definitely think that's those type of things. I think it's what causes say problems in the church and people outside the church who would, um, judge the church or say that the church is too judgmental in that mm. aspect, mm. you know, because we get to a point and I do believe as we learn better, we should do better, you know, but we get to a point, I believe where we stop, um, needing, well, we stop acknowledging because we don't feel like we need the grace of God, mm. you know, mm. because I've learned how to do everything right. Therefore, now we become judgmental on people who don't know how to do things right, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so, so I think, yeah, just keeping that, um, when going to the stage, I'm here on purpose, you know? And um, no matter the size of the crowd or the audience, um, but that's, that's how I, you know, try my best along with having people around you that can check you if they feel you're getting out of line or a little too fully yourself, you know? And so, yeah, really what you're describing is staying on your mission, help others find true life, staying on that mission. Beautiful. Yeah. And that's kind of how I look at it. Some people like Taylor mentioned, oh, you're performing at U.S. Bank Stadium, Mm. which was a very cool experience. Mm -hmm. But I totally look at that. That's just more people who need to hear the gospel, (laughs) you know, and I think and that's what and that's what I even try to train. It's nothing wrong with you being on stage in front of 10,000 people, Mm -hmm. but you need to be there to say, hey, that one matters. Yeah. Matters to the Lord. But ultimately what we've, you know, what we tend to do as musicians, what we want to do on social media is, if you want to say it, it can be attractive, follow in the steps of Lucifer who wanted mm-hmm. the, uh, the look, if you want to say, or the attention, yep. you know, yep. who wanted the praise, you know. That's exactly that's what, what I was thinking like. of when I asked you the I question. Yeah. Be yeah, I want to be on this big stage so they can know me. I want thousands of followers on Instagram so they can know me, you know? And and I think that's a dangerous place where and that's why I even try to say purposefully do everything with social media. I'm like, I don't have no fans. I have people who are supporters and partners and sharing the gospel, you know? And that's how I try to make it all. And it could be crazy or out there for some people, but I think that's how I stay, <laughs> you know, help check myself, you know? Yeah. And so, um, yeah, awesome. You know, and well, so. as we, uh, as we wind down here, speaking of mission, um, I know that you've also got a mission and a goal and a vision with what you're doing with teen challenges around the country. Uh, let our listeners know a little bit about that. Yeah. So I've been uh, doing ministry here at the Teen Challenge in Minneapolis going on 13 years now. Oh, wow. And then um, kind of started to get around the state a little bit six, seven years ago, you know, to the other Teen Challenges. And I never thought much, you know, we're kind of just go to them or people who call, you know, they hear my testimony somewhere and go, hey, can you? That's literally how I got in it. A girl who act, who lived a block away from me in East St. Paul was like, hey, can you come do a chapel at Teen Challenge, you know? And that's kind of, there was like, share your story and whatnot, you know? And so I just started doing that, you know, once, twice a year. And then it was about four or five years ago now, I was at, um, I was at the county fair in Wilmer. And a random guy just walked up to me and be like, hey, you remember me? And I'm like, uh, no, <laughs> you know, because it was just out of context, you know. And he was like, well, you came to Teen Challenge at Brainerd two years ago. Mm-hmm. And what you shared that day helped me or, you know, basically, you know, helped me 
uh, commit my life to Christ, commit uh-huh. my life to the program and be in it for real versus just coasting through, you know, and um, and it, my life has changed because of that, you know, wow. and the, the next week I saw another lady literally the next week at a park in Minneapolis. And she was like, I saw you at Teen Challenge a year ago and mm. I got some of your CDs. Now I can dance and sing with my mm. kids in mm. my living room <laughs> and not worried about what they're hearing. Da, 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 and it's uplifting and encourages me. So then I was like, you know, when you see fruit, <laughs> you know, so I was like, Lord, what do you want to want to do with this? You know? And so, um, that's when I just felt an impression on my heart to visit 100 centers. And I didn't even know at the time there was 100 centers because I knew Minnesota Dalton Teen Challenge. And yeah. I knew there was a couple here and there, but I thought it was like a Minnesota thing that, you know, there's one in North Dakota and one in South Dakota that they just kind of branched out from here, you know? Yeah. And so that's at that time. So then I started just... Um, uh, you know, you can get on the internet and search things, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and just investigate and find out more. You know, there's over 220 facilities around the country, mm. and then there's Team Challenge uh, International, yep. and you know, and just things like that. And it's like, whoa, this is big. And then, so yeah, we just started going, you know, just started going around to them, getting around the state, around the region. And, um, yeah, working through that now, we've been to 26 different centers so far. And, uh, you know, Lord willing, we'll get to at least another 74, 75 this year, you know. I mean, I had a bunch canceled on me because of COVID in 2020, you know. And uh, so hopefully, you know, normally I would try to plan it out to be perfect, say we're out on tour and be like, oh, we're gonna be in this city. Let's see if there's Teen Challenge nearby. Maybe we can go do chapel in the morning or or do something, you know. But now it's, you know, with COVID, a lot of traditional concerts and things like that being canceled, you know, if still knowing a pandemic doesn't stop your calling, you know, and, and to reach people right. and encourage those. So, you know, it's just now just taking that step of faith <laughs> you know to just go out and do it differently than how we normally would do it you know just so just go around and and hit them you know that's and sweet so, man i love it well i hope uh hope it works out to hit all 75 of those this year it's gonna be good yeah well hey man we've reached that point in the episode where we bring on our unofficial member of the podcast if that's okay with you is that all right if we do that <laughs> let's get it let's all get right it. here we go uh billy bob you're on with true serva Hello? Can, hey. can you guys hear me okay? No, but Hello? Yeah, yeah. Hello? Is this thing on? <laughs> Marcus? Yep. Yeah, yeah. is, is that you? Is this the, is this the world famous Marcus Montana? <laughs> Holy cow, True Server is in the house. True Server is in the house, folks. This is exciting, exciting, exciting. I'm so glad to talk to you, Marcus. <laughs> such an honor, such an honor for me. Now, you know, I know a thing or two about a thing or two, and let me just say right from the start that this is the second episode in a row that has someone, a guest from the South. You know, that's oh. my stomping ground. So, man, these guys are really on a roll here getting these quality people from the South in on this show. This is awesome, awesome, awesome. I love but I'm telling everyone I know to listen to these interviews that are so inspiring, so inspiring. So listen, I know a couple other things actually. Now, most people wouldn't think that I'm into rap music, but I know my rap music. For example, Marcus, I know that you uh, have a recent release out just within the last month and I also know 
that you got something coming up pretty soon with a guy named Trigger. Oh, man, I like that <laughs> name, Trigger. That I can really relate to Trigger. You know, I got about 100 guns stashed. You know, <laughs> I love the name Trigger. Yeah, so tell, tell, tell us, Marcus, what's True Serva doing recently and coming up here? There you go. <laughs> so... The most uh, recent song we released is called uh, "Blessings on the Way," and it's actually was a, a re- it's a remix oh, wow. um, from my latest project that's called "Intentional," you know. And uh, so we got a song called "Blessings on the Way," and some people's like, "Oh, we should do a remix to it." And so uh, we did that, and then recently put that out uh, last month. Yep, and then. Uh, yeah, the project or the song I got got a couple things coming out with with Trigger over the next few weeks. So Trigger has a release, or he goes by Trig now. Oh, uh, I uh, always know him as Trigger. For me, here always be known as Trigger. There you go. And that's what I say. You know, got my <laughs> hand on it. Yep. But that actually stands for "Through Righteousness I Give God All." Oh, another acronym. Another acronym. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We try to go in depth with hip hop. You, know, you guys are deep. You guys are deep, man. The same things, but you know, we go. We got a little depth to it. Yeah. But um, the okay. two releases with him. So he has a song that's um, called "World on Fire." Um, that's featuring myself and Numa Pierre, which is a song basically talking about um. The world is, you know, consumed with the fire and the thing that's happening in the world, whether racial injustice, inequality, um, or uh, police brutality, or just different things like that, political unrest that we're facing. That's serious stuff. That's serious stuff, man. Yeah. And so, but we need the all-consuming fire of the lord to then come oh that's good combat that that's good of the world mm-hmm. so sometimes that's not like you know fire against fire is not necessarily we're battling it out it is in a in a spiritual realm if you want to sense but yeah. the fire of the lord allows us to then show compassion and love to oh, people my things differently i like or, that i like that or um some uh things like that and uh then the next song that I have coming out featuring uh, Trig, uh, <laughs> which will be out uh, thank you, thank you. next month called Just Us, which is actually featuring him. And then, uh, which he's an Asian American, Cambodian oh. descent. And then I'm featuring Superman as well, who's a Native American rapper. Sweet. And it's kind of something similar topics, different angles, but. Um, uh, how can we uh, take a stand for justice as believers? What's a righteous way or a godly way of standing up for injustices as a believer? You know, and um, nah. at the same time, nah. like, how do we challenge ourselves, the church? How do we challenge our communities from, say, our ethnic backgrounds mm. to mm. rise above? whether it's oppression from someone else or oppression we put on ourselves. Preacher brought up. Uh, up. How can we arise? And then the title for that is called Just Us because it's kind of I get it. My hope. I get it. Just us, justice, just us, justice. Yep, yep. So kind of, yep. I see what you you did there. I see what you did there. Yep, yep. Mm -hmm. So, um, So in the chorus, it says, no justice, no peace. Now everybody gone. It's just us looking oh. for peace. So since, <laughs> like since the you know George Floyd situation, there have mm. been a lot of momentum mm. of outreach from the church and from outside that you know from communities we see that usually don't come around in these situations. That kind of stay different. But how can we? And that's our hopes is. Now that it's not cool or popular or just in momentum to stand up for righteousness or stand against injustice, how do um, we encourage people that this is not a sprint but a marathon that we're trying mm-hmm. to overcome a mm-hmm. things? 
in in our um, culture and society. Mm-hmm. You know? so, that's good. That's good. That's good, man. You are the man. You are the man, Marcus Montana, <laughs> True Trevor. Well, speaking of new releases, I know my little buddy Taylor's also got. He's got this new music video coming out, and it's kind of interesting because it's kind of interesting that he's like stuck in his room right now because the whole <laughs> COVID nineteen thing, Corona, whatever they call it. I don't know, but man, come on, come on, Taylor. You got to tell us a little bit about this video that's coming yeah, out. Yeah, thank you for the salt in the wound, Billy Bob. So, um, yeah, my my first pop song that we talked about, I think on the first episode that came out in September, Never Leave the Room, the official music video um, comes out today, actually. Sweet. Oh, sweet. Um, and nice. what's today's date so people know? January 15th. Yeah. Um, and uh, it'll it, it went out to um, to some 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 first the first dibs fam. It went out to my uh, supporters and mm-hmm. uh, last mm-hmm. I'm night, on that. That's I'm right. on that. That's how Billy Bob saw it. <laughs> and then he found out I had COVID and he couldn't stop laughing that I can't 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 leave no, the room. No, that's not true. Anyways, that's it's not, exciting. Not true. Not true. <laughs> Featuring my uh, buddy and producer Goose the drummer with a light up drum kit and everything. Goose is so, awesome. I, don't yeah. know, I love that name too. Yeah. I love that name. I I trigger some gooses. <laughs> Anyways, well, um, thanks so much for taking the time to let on our very special friend, True Serva. As in, as in, as in, Marcus. Thank you for our special friend Billy Bob for letting him in. Yeah, uh, to the episode. Thanks, yeah, Marcus. Yeah. He uh, he always gets a there kick out go. of talking to these the, these popular. Famous people mm-hmm. gives him a makes his day makes his day. Mm-hmm. This has been great, man. So much good stuff. Thank you so much for uh, thank you so much for being on, and um, we just uh, support all the ways that you're engaged and love your vision, love your mission, love your acronyms. Just awesome <laughs> stuff, man. Awesome stuff. Yeah. Hand in glove with the goal and the focus of of this Worship Is Life podcast. So God bless you, my friend, and keep up the good fight. Yeah, thank you guys again for having me. And um, yeah, till we talk again. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Thanks so much. God bless. Thanks, man. I give it up to the G. I give all glory to He. He give me blessings. No longer up in these streets. So I give him praise on the beat. Glory to glory. Yeah, yeah. I be the Zell with the movies. I got them busting they toolies. Talking about scripture, not Uzis. There was a time when that was. You are actually listening to Marcus's song, Blessings on the Way. You can find his music anywhere under the artist name True Serva. And to find out more information and to get resources about Worship His Life, head to worshiphislife.org. Got that good news wherever I'm at. Wherever I'm at. been transformed. Can't deny that. I got that true love, so life's content. My name is Marcus Montana, and you're listening to the Worship is Life podcast. Blessings on the way. I trust in my God, cause he'll do what he say. The devil is a 